Just getting uh, set up here. Um, how's your uh, Halloween going? Uh, it's uh, going pretty good. Um, honestly, totally forgot it was Halloween until you said that. Yeah. Yeah. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. Are you going to go uh, trick-or-treating today? Yeah. Yeah. Mom's going to be taking me later on. Nice. You can go down that little tiny road on mom's. Yeah, yeah that's the plan. <laughs> nice. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to bring a uh, cupcake and Bruce is going to go too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I assumed uh, yeah, Bruce would be going um, as well. Um, awesome. That should be fun. Hopefully you get a lot of candy. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, Make sure to count it at the end of the night, you know. I'll uh, update on the next podcast on how much candy I got. So yeah, yeah, I'm sure our listeners will be waiting on that. Oh yeah. Um yeah, they'll just be uh glued to their phones waiting for the next yeah. episode to uh emerge. I feel I feel bad I gotta make them wait, but you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm sure I'm- can't do the podcast all the time, you know. No, no. Um, you know, we got our jobs and stuff right. like that. But um, you know, I'm sure everyone's gonna be super excited for to to find out how many um of each different type of uh candies you got. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, no, for sure. I don't know how long I can keep keep going with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can stop. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Um, how's uh, how's work going? That's good. Um, we're working in Connecticut again. We just finished a site in Manchester, uh, another water tower. So, um, seems like whoever owns the water towers there in Manchester, they probably have like a contract with Verizon. So. Um, cause that's like our second one that we've gotten with Verizon wireless, um, up on the water tower there. So, um, it looks like we have, our next site is going to be in East Hartford or Hartford yep. somewhere yeah. in Hartford. Okay. Um, it's either a church or a tower. I'm not sure. Uh, there's like a couple different or we, we don't get the word on where we're working until like the day of, so like they they tell us like oh yeah you're gonna go to a tower or but they told us that it's either like a tower or a church so we don't even know um so or the tower is next to the church or something i have no idea so yeah no idea how that site's gonna go with churches it, working in a church steeple you know it's just like recipe for disaster all site yeah so it, it could go smooth or it could go really horrible but i i don't think that we're meant to have cell sites in churches no so is the cell site in churches is that that's not just for the the church right that's like a general cell site no it's a cell site but the churches uh make money for 
um, having them put a cell site in there. Okay. So it's so. just like, but the, the cell site provides cell service, like not just for the church, right? Like, oh, for, no. okay. No, it's right, used and, as a regular cell tower. And the church makes, uh, the church profits from this. They make a lot of money off it. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So nice. So they got that money. Plus they also have the money from when they, um, go down the aisles of the church and ask, <laughs> ask. <laughs> greedy sons of bitches <laughs> yeah well maybe they don't do that anymore because they got the cell tower money yeah right <laughs> it's like we got cell tower money now we're good <laughs> we don't need your two dollars <laughs> don't need walking your... around with a cup <laughs> <laughs> didn't they didn't they used to walk around with like a a basket like on a stick <laughs> just like hold it out and just like reach it out to you this just know. goes to show that we've never been to church <laughs> <laughs> yeah the only parts the only part of church i really remember is them asking for money right <laughs> <laughs> the only part i remember is like walking down the aisle and like you drink the uh, the juice and oh, like the, they, yeah. they give you a cracker. Yeah, you, you did that? Yeah, I did that. I don't know what it was, but like they had they had us walking down the the aisle and then like they give you a cracker and like you eat it. <laughs> like I or like you're supposed to like keep it in your mouth, but like I ended up eating oh. it. <laughs> you just you just chomped it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know you're supposed to leave it in your mouth. Yeah, that's funny. Um you don't do you do you remember why you went to church? uh i have no idea i remember like our family was there like uh bill's kids and like our cousins oh it might have been a um what do you call it a uh a christening thing something like that yeah okay cool i guess um Uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah really cool do you know what the cracker and um juice are supposed to represent um if i were to guess i would say based off what i heard that the juice is supposed to represent create the blood of christ yeah i think so and then the cracker is supposed to represent like his flesh i think I, so. yeah I, something like that yeah i'm pretty sure yeah i yep. don't know and that's just like what i've heard i don't actually know and i don't want to like say something that's wrong but yeah god forbid you know <laughs> yeah yeah god forbid right <laughs> um yeah cool i i um i'm not sure if i ever went down actually went down the aisle before um i've gone a couple times for like uh christening or things like that and i usually choose i usually just stay in my seat when they um when everyone does that yeah another thing i remember too is uh (laughs) having to sing (laughs) you remember having to do that or like not sing, but like you're supposed to like fill in the blank, like when the priest or whatever is speaking and like all of a sudden everybody says something and like, you know, you're supposed to like, it's all in, 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 uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you're supposed yeah. to like say, yep. In the love of Christ or something like that. <laughs> and like, yeah. I never knew when to say it. <laughs> uh, oh no, me neither. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, there's certain, you know, they read from the book, I guess. And, um, you know, I think most Catholics have those um, passages memorized. Um, right. So I guess, I'm, I guess they're, you know, popular ones. Um, 
yeah, again, I usually just don't participate. Um, just kind of sit there. And, right. Um, there's also there's also a lot of kneeling. I don't know if you remember that. Mm, yes, I remember that too. Just constantly, yeah, <laughs> kneeling and then sitting. It's why like, can't we just say seated? Like, why can we, we just have... can we just choose one and <laughs> go with that? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it's kind of a workout. You know, it is. Yeah, and um, not only are you going to church, but you're going to the gym. Yeah, and you know, a lot of people that go to church, I believe, are older, and I can't. I can't imagine it feels too good to just constantly sit and kneel a whole bunch right i can't imagine like when grandpa was alive when he would go to church like toward the end there you know yeah and imagine him getting up and no. doing the whole time he probably just sat there yeah 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 i hope i i i would hope so you know i hope that didn't like take a couple of years off it's like... all right <laughs> you're a trooper <laughs> if you do that jeez you really believe in god at that point <laughs> If you're 80 years old and you're still kneeling for him, then yeah. man, you're, you you yeah. really believe. Yeah. Good um. Idea. Yeah. Speaking of uh, older people, um, I was watching this uh, sh- this show as uh, Norm Mac- Norm Macdonald show on Netflix. You know, have you heard of uh, Norm Macdonald? Yeah, he just passed away. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah. What was that? Yeah, no, I know him. Oh, yeah. So he had a he has a show on Netflix, um, or he <laughs> he had a show on right. Netflix, um, and uh, he's had a couple of older guests uh, recently. Um, he had um, I can't even think of her name, um, but she was eighty and she looked like she was like sixty. It was amazing, and she also had a he he also had a Judge Judy as a guest who's also very old but looks like not nearly as old as she is so like people nowadays with all the with the ability to eat healthy and exercise and um with the uh you know the doctors and stuff like that like you can you can get into your 80s and like still look decent and you know be like with it cognitively right i know it's crazy uh some some old people they just don't hang with it and then some old people um i don't know what it is you know genetic like something with like that they're just they're able to just hold on they're strong and um i don't know yeah i noticed that though yeah yeah part of it's uh, definitely genetics um right but yeah it's interesting you see people in their 50s look like they're in their 80s you look people right. see, see people in their 80s they look like they're in their 50s um, I, yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to be one of those people that are in their eighties, but it looks like they're in their fifties. I know. And it's like, if I wasn't one of those people, I just wouldn't even want to be alive. You know, like what's the point even yeah. if you're going to be able to like enjoy life. Yeah. Yeah. I remember it was so sad seeing grandpa, um, yeah, I know. those last year or two, like he, he looked miserable. Yeah. He didn't want to be here. And Mike, Mike had to give him all the medicine. That was like I, awful. I felt so bad for Mike when he had to do that. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. That was tough. Uh, I, I give Mike like so much credit for doing that. I know. Yeah. He loved grandpa. Yeah. I mean, I loved grandpa too. We all did, but yeah, him and Mike were close. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Mike, Mike looks just like grandpa. I know he's 
we both kind of, me me and Mike kind of look like grandpa, like certain yep. angles. Yeah, kind of. yeah, you do too. Yep, that's right. I was just looking at a picture actually with me and my buddies, and I was like, wow, I look like grandpa from that angle, like big yeah. time. Yep. But uh, yeah, no, we all the Patsons kind of look like grandpa. They do. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, yeah, just gotta you know, just try to live healthy and hopefully, you know, we can be like those, uh, healthy, uh, people in their eighties. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure at some point you got to become miserable, you know, oh, of course, everyone, does. <laughs> you don't, you don't die like happy and like, yeah. yes, <laughs> I'm so happy today. And then you just die. <laughs> right. Right. Ah, today's the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like a slow thing. You know, yeah. it's like, it's like a slow progression to death. It's not just like, you're happy and healthy and all of a sudden one day you just die. It, it's a slow progression, but it, it could also be a quick progression depending on how well you take care of yourself, you know? Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, totally true. Um, yeah. It's weird thinking that we're going to be old someday. I know. Right. I think about that all the time. Like, man, I still look kind of like I, I did when I was like 17. I can't <laughs> really do. imagine myself like looking. <laughs> Like I'm any older than I am now, you know, like eventually I'm going to have gray hairs and <laughs> wrinkles and <laughs> yeah, going to have to get a vasectomy. Like, <laughs> I don't want to yeah. do that. Yeah. Um, a vasectomy. Yeah. That's when they, well, that... I think, what was that? Or no, that's, that's when they cut your, uh... <laughs> that's what's the one when they go into your, in your rectum. <laughs> <laughs> um that is called a um colonoscopy oh yeah that one <laughs> yeah you don't want to mix those up <laughs> yeah that would be a rough uh, uh doctor's appointment right there yeah you know I mean? yeah. Gotta that for me. yeah you're like what i can't have kids now yeah <laughs> oh man uh, yeah, I don't want to get those mixed up. I always mix those up. What's the hysterectomy? I don't know. Uh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what all these ectomies are. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, I'm sure as we'll get older, we'll we'll start we'll, we'll start hearing about them. Um, we'll find out. Yep. Yeah. Right now, I'm just they're not really on the radar. Right now, I, I'd rather not know at this point, to be honest. Yeah, hysterect. Is that even a thing? A his- his- I, I, hysterectomy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd like a hysterectomy, please. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look it up. His- his- yeah, hysterectomy. What is it? Um, surgical remover removal of the uterus. Oh, okay. Yeah, you probably get that when you're like forty. I mean. I'm- <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> uh, I think the um, colonoscopy is when you're 50. Yeah. In general. I, I heard 50 for the colonoscopy. Um, Dad got one. Right? Did he? Oh, I'm sure he did. He had I remember him. Ta- you, I think I remember him talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. He would have feedback on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah he, he had some crazy stories about being in the hospital, like the hallucinations that he had. Yeah. 
um you remember those like the stories yeah 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 yep yeah yeah that's yeah. crazy Don't yeah you had it. those those crazy dreams yeah yep <laughs> yeah he dreamt like uh he was like an fbi agent or something. yeah <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't ever want to have to get to that point. Yeah, but and then he woke up and he thought he was still dreaming. Right, right. right. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's. Oof. I remember he thought it was like the year he thought it was like 1920 or like 1918 or something. Yeah. 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 There's a specific date that he had. Like, yeah. What? Yep. And. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You don't want to get to that point. No, no. I've been uh, doing regular doctors visits and keeping up with all that stuff. I know, like, uh, like Dad wasn't good with that. You know, he wasn't good with. Uh, he didn't want to know, like, if there was anything wrong with him. No, yeah, I think a lot of people are like that. A lot of people are like that. So I want to make sure if there is something wrong with me, I want to know right away. So I can get, yeah. take, get it taken care of because yeah. I keep hearing about people like, you know, pretty young, like around our age, you know, all of a sudden they they're told they have like some weird, you know, cancer or something. And who knows, you know, it could be anything, but like, we're, um, we're around that age where like stuff like that can, you know, start happening or like, <laughs> yeah. Yep. So I want to make sure I'm on top of it, you know, 100% yeah um yeah it's kind of like why i weigh myself each week because i don't want to you know like let myself go like if i i feel like if i don't know my weight mm. then i won't like if i gradually gain a pound a week i'll like never notice it and right, all, yeah. all of a sudden i would have gained 10 pounds um so i try and try to do that with my weight um mm. also like i go to the i do go to the dentist every six months um keep my uh oral hygiene game um strong yeah um and uh what else do i do i go to the dentist i actually don't really go to the doctors that much um i went to the doctor like four like five years ago because i was like you know i should probably go i haven't gone and like i don't remember <laughs> like yeah. mom last time i went like mom took me yeah. um <laughs> and now i'm an adult so <laughs> maybe i should stop by <laughs> no that's how i am yeah yeah so um but you know i'm i oh i have gone a couple times for different things um but i didn't go for like a, a general checkup i went like for other reasons like i i was like sick or something um so um but yeah you probably should go like once a year for a general checkup like like anyone like any person no matter how healthy you are i think so yeah my um the main reason that that got me like kind of thinking about it is uh, my coworker Steve. Uh, he was diagnosed with Hep C a couple months ago, and that can get transferred through blood. Um, and there's plenty of time. There's been plenty of times throughout the job, you know, where someone's bleeding, or you know, just the amount of times that we're using hand tools and stuff like that. So, oh yeah, wow, that really got me thinking, and uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I got some blood work done uh, last week and uh, everything came out, came back good. I was he told me I'm really healthy for my age and all that. So, 
yeah i got nothing to worry about I'll probably go back in like a year and see where i'm at but yeah yep um yeah they gave me <laughs> gave me a couple medications too which have been helping yeah uh, it's like low dose i take one at night and one in the morning yeah um so yeah i wanted to kind of get something uh help me out but yeah whatever yeah. everything that he's done is like helped me out big time i can tell like a big difference in my mental health yep. physical health so yeah um yeah that's great um what are the what's the medication uh for if you don't mind uh me asking um so i had, there's actually three uh the third one's more for uh if i have trouble sleeping yep um it's also for uh, high blood pressure because middle-aged male white males are more prone to uh heart disease yep or heart linked uh diseases um so it's more for a preventative measure than anything yep. it's uh, i don't actually have problems with my heart yeah uh, so I'm, I'm not really taking those as much yep and then and i have the one i take in the morning i'm looking at it right now um is for anxiety and depression mm -hmm. uh when i first started taking them like it was weird um the first week or so i didn't feel good oh so yeah like yep. my felt kind of nauseous and yeah i had trouble like eating and um but after like a week or two i started feeling great oh yeah yeah uh, what's it called so, uh it's called i'm sure there's like a different name for it uh yep. more like this is the pharmaceutical name, which is X Escitalopram. Okay. Ex Exile. Ex okay. I think I've heard of that. Yeah. It's pretty common. Yep. Um, and then the other one is Prazazin. Prazazin. Yep. You know that one? No. Oh, okay. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, but that's the, I take that at night and that's for uh, PTSD. Yep um it's like a low dosage i don't it's like a for moderate ptsd it's nothing yep. crazy um oh. so yeah those, i've been taking those every day and definitely uh tell a difference for sure so yeah that's uh that's great um when i <clears throat> um after my first year teaching i uh i started well actually before that like 10 like 10 to 12 years ago i um started taking this um anxiety me medication i think it was called lexapro i think um uh -huh. i took it for a while and i just stopped I, I didn't i guess i just didn't end up liking it um but then about seven years ago i <clears throat> after my first year of teaching i started taking uh this antidepressant I forget what it was called. It might be the same one you're taking. And um, it was, I had the same thing. Like when I first started taking it, like I actually got really depressed and I, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh oh. And the, and the yeah. school, in the school year we're starting, I was like, oh shit. And I was like, this is not good. Right. Um, but after like a couple of weeks, I actually started to feel great. And um, so I took it for a while and it was great. And, um, you know, I felt like I was teaching better and everything, everything was better. And, um, and so then what happened 
I was on like the smallest dose, whatever it was, five milligrams or whatever. So okay. I was like, wow, this five milligrams is great. Let me go up to 10 milligrams. Oh, God. So, so, <laughs> so then I increased the dosage. And that was too much for me. And I started mm. becoming kind of irritable. Like I had conf- I had more confidence because it was an antidepressant. But it was I wasn't um, my social interactions were kind of negative. Like I, I would like put people down and stuff. I oh, became wow. kind of a dick. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, wow. I had like I had like too much confidence and I was just like being a jerk. And yeah. um, yeah, so I had I was ta- I was taking too much of the medicine. Um, so it was having a negative effect. And um, I ended up just tapering it off. And I just stopped taking it altogether. I, I haven't taken it since. Um, but that low dose that I was initially taking did have a very positive effect on me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I plan on just keeping it where it's at right now. Yeah. Uh, especially after hearing that. Wow. Yeah. yeah no, I, but I, I totally uh, relate to that. I've had moments recently. Um, I've been free from alcohol. Like when I was drinking throughout like work, I would uh, I would have like those types. I would, you know, be a dick, you know, not because I was I wanted to, but it was just for some reason that was like my mentality or whatever. And uh and then when I stopped drinking at first, it was like, I was so much more uh, polite and I, I was more myself. Yep. And then like really recently, I think before I started taking these meds, um, I started becoming like really irritable, like you said. And like, I was just so nasty to people. And like, I didn't yep. realize like after my interactions. Yeah. Like with that, uh, that toll booth uh, person. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. You weren't. Yeah, he, that wasn't I, you. That was her. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, those people were ridiculous. No, I know. Uh, um, but yeah, no, I'm I feel like a lot more level headed now. Uh I don't know if I'll be taking these meds forever. You know, I, yeah. I don't plan on it, but yeah, it's more meant to kind of just steer me in the right direction, I guess. Yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's, that's it's great. Out good. Yeah. I think um people on uh mom's side of the family are prone to uh depression oh for sure yeah yeah i'm not sure uh how grandpa was (laughs) he i don't know i have no idea honestly yeah he's um yeah he's such a unique person because he's like he's not really like mom that much um actually he's very different from mom um Mm -hmm. i think mom see we don't know our grandma so we don't know what she's like right but i i'm my guess is maybe the depression comes from our grandma's side of the family yeah i don't know i know grandpa drank a lot yeah i'm sure grandpa was very i'm sure he was it's just something that you know people like him don't show that type of uh emotion yeah in in reality, those people are actually the most depressed. Yeah, like you know? um, like we talked about last week with like Robin Williams. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Yeah, and so I'm. It. I don't know. I mean, I guess it kind of 
I think everyone's family kind of has that, honestly. Yep. Um, even like the the Patson side, even like my my family, my side of the family, Patsons, whatever. Um, even them, like they're pretty bad alcoholics for the most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty much everyone, I, I think, except I think everyone except like Judy. Yep. Um, but yeah, everyone else has, I'm pretty sure has a problem. They're just more able to control it though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, that usually comes from depression, anxiety and stuff like that. So I don't know. I think it's just kind of the world we live in too, that, um, there's more mental illness today, probably more like more than ever, which we've talked about, I think. Yeah. Yeah, there definitely is. Um, there's, uh, you know, with all the cell phones and technology and the news and everything, it's like, I think it's overwhelming for a lot of people. For sure. I, I wonder what, like, was there even mental illness, you know, before <laughs> it's like, yeah. I, I just have trouble imagining people being like depressed. Well, well I mean, if you're a hunter gatherer, I mean, what I, can't imagine there would be mental illness you can't you don't have time for it no like i mean maybe like maybe if you if you you're having like a bunch of miscarriages or whatever um or your kid dies uh, or your husband dies or you know maybe it's maybe death related to right. the friends and family since since so many people died in that time period maybe sure. that, um so maybe that was more so the type of mental illness, um, if there was mental illness at that time. Yeah, at the same time, though, they were probably just used to it. With yeah, they, it, the death probably didn't really affect them that much. Yeah, probably Not like it does now. No, now you it's know, like... People, people aren't expected to die now. No, you, you can't know? die now. <laughs> they won't let you. Even if you're old, you can't die. Yeah, no. They <laughs> no one will let you die. <laughs> have to live even if you want to die it's like no no even if you yeah it's it's illegal to kill yourself yeah so that's that's interesting i think there are some places where you well okay it is legal to kill yourself i think assisted suicide is legal in some parts of the world just imagine someone dropped like jumping off a bridge (laughs) like you just see him getting dragged away in handcuffs yeah (laughs) yeah they just they just throw him in jail yeah, throw his dead body in jail. You're like you're getting twenty years for this, buddy. Yeah, they like dress him in a suit so he can go to court. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that's, uh, um, yeah, that's interesting. You know, getting you know the whole mental health thing. Um, I've heard that like um the mental health is just going to keep getting worse um, over the the next 10, over the next few decades, you know, with all the social media and all that stuff, you know, I think mental health, mental illness is going to be like, you know, the number one thing that negatively affects people. Like you could say right now, it's like, you know, heart disease or whatever, but I think eventually it'll be mental illness as probably the biggest issue in the world yeah i think most of the deaths will probably be suicides honestly yeah yeah old age 
Yeah. Um, yeah, we've, we've talked before about like, you know, we haven't evolved to this yet. And, right. you know, the technology right now is pretty extreme. Um, but I mean, if you can imagine like 20 years from now, it's like, it's going to be way different than it is right, even right now. And there's going to be a lot of people that just can't cope with it, you know? Right. Um, so yeah, it's, you know, mental health is something that's, it's probably the most important thing for a person is their mental health. Um, if you have good mental health, everything, the rest of your life should just kind of flow, you know, nicely and smoothly. Um, you know, so, you know, I would definitely say mental health, you know, that's, that's the biggest thing. That's the thing everyone should focus on. Um, make sure your mental health, um, is good. And like we also talked about last week, you know, you can't tell someone's mental health no. by just like interacting with them a little bit, no. you know, no. it's like even your coworkers, mm -hmm. you know, like even me and you, like we, we talk for 90 minutes, but we still don't know like how healthy each other are mentally, right? Um, you know, it's like Pete, like Stephanie, I have a good idea because I live with her and, right. you know, but like anyone that you don't like live with, right. you, have no, you have no idea what they're going through or anything, you know? Um, so it's hard to tell. It's it, unlike physical health, which you can just go out and see like, oh, you're not taking care of yourself. Um, right. Mental health, you just don't know. You don't know who's depressed, who's not, because everyone... Most people can just put on a fake smile and, you know, act happy, right. but yeah. Yeah. And, and the scary part about it too, is the people who are affected by it sometimes don't even know. So it's like, not only do other people not know, but like those people themselves sometimes don't know either. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. and that's a big problem and is that's why it's never going to get treated the way it should is because it, it, it can be so hard to diagnose, you know? Oh yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, for sure. I, I remember when I was like 13 or 14, I first realized I was depressed. I had no idea. Like mm -hmm. I, I just thought I was a normal kid. Um, but then I realized like I did, I started to realize I wasn't feeling that great and I didn't yeah. know why. And then I was like, Oh my God, am I, <laughs> am I depressed? <laughs> You know, and then when once I realized that and I like researched it, I was like, oh, my gosh. And but it was it was good. It was good for me to realize it. You know, um, if I never realized it, I probably just want to went down this downward spiral instead exactly. of, you know, instead of taking steps to, uh, you know, fix it. So you're right. <laughs> Sometimes I could see people just not even realizing you just think that's, that's who you are. That's your normal life. Um, it's normal to be like, it's normal to be depressed. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, it's, there's been times where I not really so much anymore because I I'm able to kind of look, you know, catch things that I do, but like, um, I know, like, I mean, sometimes I still do it where like, I like to feel sorry for myself. Yeah. You know, and like, that's really where a lot of it starts. And then my brain kind of just like goes on this path that it's, it's kind of hard to control, like, you know, and once you get started on that, it's, it can be really hard, 
um, for sure. I don't really know where I was going with that, but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, mental health is, you know, it's just, and I, I see it with my my students too. You know, I can, you know, almost kind of tell, you know, which ones you know, seem like they might have an issue, which ones don't. Although, of course, you know, you can never really tell. Um, but uh, yeah, as we move forward, you know, it's so important for like that to be your main focus, you know, mm-hmm. and every, the, the better your mental health is, the better things will happen around you. You know, I've noticed the better my mental health has gotten, the better everything else in my life has gotten, you right. know, it, it, and it just kind of happens naturally, but you really, you really need to focus on yourself first before you focus on anything else. Um, I know, or I think, well, so like back when I was like into Buddhism, um, one of the things, one of the parts of it was like, not to look for someone else to make you happy you know, cause that's not going to fix anything, you know, like, you know, being unhappy and then being like, oh, if I find, you know, the right boyfriend or the right girlfriend, then I'll be happy. They'll make me happy. But in reality, it's like, you, you need to take care of yourself first. Like you should be, you should be happy with yourself and who you are first. And then, you know, find the boyfriend, find the girlfriend, you know, because if you're relying on other people to make you happy, then you're not going to actually, you know, be happy. Yeah, you're going to have expectations for those people. And when they don't meet those expectations, you have no, nowhere else to resort. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. yeah. And if you're, if you're just, if you can become just happy, happy with yourself and just naturally happy, everything else will take care of itself. And you don't need to be in, you know, you don't have to have the perfect girlfriend or the perfect boyfriend or the perfect job or the, or the most money or anything. Like if you're happy, if you're naturally happy, you'll just be happy with what you have and you'll have everything you need. You'll seek out things that, you know, will make you more happy and you'll have a good life. So, you know, I mean, I think any, anyone's first, you know, if they're, if they're looking to, you know, kind of move in the right direction in their life, I think the first thing anyone should look into is their own mental health. For sure. Yeah, no, I I 100% agree. Um, Mental health is, it's really the key to anything. I was just thinking about it too. Like, um, so I got myself like a, like a car seat um not a car seat but one of those back supports like the lumbar support things yeah um and I noticed with that like my posture has been a lot better and I noticed like when you have better posture like that I feel like that's linked to mental health too yep yeah um oxygen flowed to the brain and all that you know that's everything yes Um, so, yeah, I, I noticed like if I'll catch myself in like a slump or something and it'll just come out of nowhere. Um, you know, like last weekend, I kind of had a weird day on Sunday. It was just I felt so off for some reason. And um, it's just a weird day. It was like I didn't take my meds for a couple of days, too, because it was 
I was waiting for him. But uh, so that was probably what it was. That's what I heard is probably like what happens when you don't take them. Um, so I got to be more careful with that for sure. Yeah. But um, but yeah, no, I caught myself in a slump last weekend. And then um, I noticed like every time I do that, when I like kind of like focus on my posture and kind of like, you know, take like a sip of water and then just like straighten my back out a little bit. Like I noticed, like, I just feel so much better, you know, and sometimes it's a lot easier said than done. You know, it's not just that easy to fix sometimes, but like, that is a big, big thing is your posture for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. P- posture is something that I've focused a lot on because I've had so much, so many uh, like physical health issues. Um, a few years ago, I had really bad neck issues and back issues, um, which stemmed from, uh, bike riding. Um, I don't know exactly why, but like my low back and my neck got completely messed up, like yeah. really bad. And more posture. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cause you're kind of hunched over, you know, for yeah. long periods of time and it just didn't work for me. Um, so it was like, I couldn't, I couldn't sit for long periods of time. My low back mm. was like really bad. And, mm. um, I kind of got that fixed, but my neck was killing me. Like my neck, um, was hurting just 24 seven. Like my neck hurt my, That's like the, the like the upper part of my spine. Like when it goes into your neck, it was like, mm. it was like crunched together and it was just like, crunched on like nerves and it was it just sucked and yeah. um turn your head it was it was so bad and um you know i remember like it it was eventually starting to get a little bit better and i was like you know i was focused on my posture and all that stuff and that helped and eventually i was like you know i'm going to try to you know build up my muscles and i started doing pull-ups yeah. And that helped a lot, you know, just, you know, cause pull-ups, you know, they work out your back and, um, right. At, right. Like a few weeks after I started doing pull-ups, I like basically fixed it. Like I, I got so much better, you know? And, um, so focusing on, you know, being strong, being light. And, um, I'm so aware of my posture now too. Um, you know, not, not being slumped over, um, you know, sleeping too, trying to get good night's sleep, you know, all, all that stuff kind of works together, you know? Um, so it's, it's kind of like, basically like in your life, you want everything that you can do and that you have control over, you really want to do it like to the best of your ability, you know, even, even things like posture, you know, super important. Um, but those, those little things add up, you know, posture, what you eat, what you drink, um, what you do, all that stuff adds up. So, yep. you know, just trying to focus on all that stuff and do it the best you can will probably, you know, give you the best mental health you can have. For sure. No, I agree. Um, that, that's, <clears throat> that reminds me of one with what happened with your neck. Um, the same thing happened to me with my shoulder. When I was in uh, Okinawa, I was super drunk with my buddies and I tried hopping this fence and it was like a eight foot high fence. I got to the top. And then once I got to the top, I like slipped and I fell on the other side and I landed right on my shoulder. 
and um for like two months i couldn't lift my shoulder like i couldn't lift i couldn't lift my arm you know like past probably like 45 degree angle for my leg yep so it was like pretty bad and i didn't know what to do about it they told me that i tore or i separated my ac joint yeah something like that in your shoulder i guess there's an ac joint um yep. but my uh one of my friends he was like my mentor um he was trying to force me to like go to the gym and i was like no my shoulder hurts i can't i can't do anything at the gym yeah. you know i can't even lift it up past my shoulder like my arm um but finally like he got me to start going to the gym and, uh after like a week or two of going i noticed that that pain was going away yeah and it was because i was building that muscle around it and yeah. it made i didn't even feel it after like two or three weeks of working out of the gym yeah yeah that's that's the tricky thing with with injuries it's like the rest versus exercise right. and you know. i noticed um <clears throat> with me i if i get an injury i have to get right up and keep going yeah <clears throat> um i remember one time i was running in the woods and i was by myself and i was going really fast and i was going downhill i was like jumping off rocks and jumping over stuff and I was going a little too fast and out of control, but I, I went and I jumped off this big rock and I landed and as I, I landed right on my ankle and um, it, it was like, normally it would have broke my ankle, you know, like that would have been a broken ankle for sure. It was like a five foot jump and I just landed straight <laughs> on my ankle. And uh, I was, it was just like adrenaline. I just kept running and I didn't feel a thing. I couldn't believe it yeah <laughs> it was so weird i just kept running and i ran like another mile probably and i never felt any pain from it it was so weird yeah yeah that's um you know that's it's been tricky for me figuring out the rest versus um the exercising um i went like the first 27 years of my life 28 years of my life with having no mm -hmm. injuries no broken I bones or, or anything mm -hmm. and then um I started running and ran for a couple of months. I was running like, you know, almost 20 miles a week. And like, I it started with some, some knee pain and then I started having some ankle issues and, um, I haven't fully recovered since it's been like seven years. And I just in general have like, um, lower body issues with my knees and my, my ankles um yeah you know probably because i have flat feet um you know that leads to a whole bunch of other things um so it's like you know you can't fix those issues by just resting you know i can't just lay in bed all day and I'm like, oh no nah. my 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 knees feel good my feet feel good um you can't um but at the same time, you know, you don't want to overdo it, you know, um, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So it's like, it's just finding the right things. It's finding the, you know, finding the right moments to rest, finding the appropriate exercises, um, you know, things like that. I think, you know, I've noticed, so I used to run, we talked about this a little bit before, not, not on the podcast, but I used to run, um, wearing, uh, running shoes, um, which I think is what most people do, at least in first first world countries. Yeah. But um, I've been I've been doing a little bit of running 
with uh, minimalist shoes where I, uh, instead of landing on my heel, I land with my midfoot. Okay. Yeah. And that's like, that feels great to me, you, you know, and I, I have flat feet and I have uh, ankle issues, knee issues, back issues. But when I run with a midfoot strike, like I feel great, you know, huh. I feel great while I'm running and after I'm running, you know, and um, so it's just little things like that, trying to, you know, just find the exercises that are appropriate, that that work, um, like pull-ups, like, are amazing for me. I make sure I do them every week. Um, awesome. You know, yeah. And, um, you know, I'm still, it's still, I'm still a work in progress with that stuff, right. you know, figuring out what works, what doesn't, you know, I still have ankle issues, knee issues. Um, so, you know, but... You know, to tie it to mental health, you know, I, I have to have to stay positive and have to keep trying to figure it out, you know, because right. mm -hmm. if you ever give up, that's kind of when your life starts to end, you know, um, like if I was, oh, I don't care, you know, I'll just sit on the couch and eat whatever I want and whatever, then, you know, then you just give up. But if you stay positive and you're like, okay, I need to, I need to be a lightweight. I need to be strong and, um, just focus on, you know, trying your best to fix your injuries, then you can still yeah. live a, you know, a healthy, productive life. And maybe, maybe someday, you know, I will get over the injuries. Um, but if not, you know, even just, you know, even just, trying to get over them i'll at least put in myself in position to still live a, a good um healthy productive life yeah i think you'll be fine especially you know with what's coming out in the medical industry too you know i'm sure yeah line in the future <clears throat> um you know i'm sure yeah, you'll i'll be a cyborg someday i was gonna say you'll be part robot <laughs> i i thought about that a little bit like someday i'm just gonna I'll take some fake legs. That's fine. Right. Help me an upgrade. You're, you're like six foot six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can still threes, so you're like really good at basketball. Yeah. Right. Playing for playing in the NBA. That's yeah. all you really. That's all you really need is some good legs. Like. Yeah. I feel like yeah. if you, if you, like, um, if you were six foot six, <laughs> I feel like you could probably play in the NBA with how deadly of a shooter you are. And like, if you actually committed to like shooting every single day, like Steph Curry or something, yeah, probably... yeah, yeah, it could be like a uh, Duncan Robinson, um, yeah, yeah, or a Tyler Hero. Yeah, I could do that. The modern day, the modern day Steve Kerr. Yeah, yeah, I um, yeah, I, I feel like um, I feel like I could have played, and you're probably gonna laugh at this, um, but I feel like given my height, which is five seven. I think I could have played. Um, I think I, I could have played uh, college football. Yeah, you probably could have. I think I could have been. Um, do you remember uh, what's his name? Um, Woodhead on the Patriots, the little Danny white running Woodhead. back. Was it Danny Woodhead? Danny no. Woodhead, yeah. Yeah, it was Danny. Woodhead. Yeah. yeah. So he was a little. He was a little running back. Um, he didn't really run the ball that much. He more so caught passes out of the uh, backfield. Um, I feel like I could have done that. Um, 
or kind of like a Wes Welker, like catch passes over the middle. Yeah, the short um, pass going over the middle. Yeah, because I I actually do have very good uh, fast twitch muscles. Um, mm. I'm very quick. Mm. Um, I don't have I'm not I don't have the best endurance, but I'm quick. And right. so I feel like I would have been good at like those little routes that like Wes Welker Wes Welker uh, would run. Um, and I, I'd like picture myself like being on the Patriots and Tom Brady yeah. just like hitting me over the middle. And, um, yeah, so, but yeah, I mean, like I was thinking about it, like with the legs, like, you know, like if, if there were bionic legs that like legit, you know, you could still, you could walk really well, like you could walk even better and no pain. Like, I feel like why wouldn't you get bionic legs? Right. No, for sure. If you have the money for it. Yeah, um, if you have, yeah. 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 And even if you're, if you don't have any problems with your legs, it's like, you might as well upgrade from what you have. It's yeah. Like get it on, you know? Yeah. You can yeah. upgrade your legs every, every two years after you're done paying it off. Yeah. Yeah. You can, yeah. Take a lease out on your, on a pair of legs. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's like, um, you know, people used to, I guess people still do it. Like when they die, they, I think people will like, will be like, you know, keep me frozen or whatever and keep they, in case they eventually find a way to bring me back to life. Right. You know, it's kind of like that, like right now, it's like, you know, just keep going for a while and maybe eventually there'll be, like you said, better technology and, and things like that. Um, you know, whether it's bionic legs or you know, some type of surgery or something like that. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, I, I went for a little run yesterday. It felt good. I would love to just uh, get into running again. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And, you know, I forgot about, you know, all, all the endorphins you get when you mm -hmm. run, you feel pretty good afterwards. I know. I was just thinking about it. Uh, mom's getting back into running. So I might go with her like one of these weekends, but I really want to get back into running too um our cousin uh james patson uh the one who does all the hiking he um i guess he just ran a marathon oh yeah yeah um i guess uh yeah, last time i talked to him back in like july august time frame um he had just gotten into trail running and we were talking about maybe getting together to like go to mccann farms to go for a run Yep. And that was only like a couple weeks or a couple months ago. So like yeah. he just started getting into trail running and he's already running marathons. It's like, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. That dude <laughs> insane. Yeah. He, commit, he commits to that stuff. And then when yeah. he commits, goes all in. It's pretty cool. Yeah. He's a, he's a go-getter. Yeah, for sure. That's pretty. I wish I had that type of like energy to do it. it just, yeah. I guess I do when it comes to work, but I wish I had it more with that stuff. Maybe in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Most, most people get excited about things at the beginning and mm. then that excitement kind of tails off and they kind of give up. Um, okay. you know, I, I'm guilty of that too, mm. but, um, yeah, I mean, Jim, I, I like that Jim's just like, I don't care what anyone else thinks. I want right. to go, I want to go hike trails and for eight months straight, you know, and not work at a desk and I'm going to go do yeah. it, <laughs> you yeah. know? Um, so that's, that's really cool. Um,
that he's like that. You know, my my whole life I've been like just wanting to do what other people like expected me to do. You know, right. it's like, you know, I've always that's basically been my whole life is, you know, I'm going to go to college because everyone wants me to go to college. So, <laughs> you know, um, I think now I mean, my life's kind of set now, but like at least I'm in control now. Like, like right. yeah. And like. I guess the one thing left would be like to have kids, you know, a lot of people like expect, you know, Oh, you're going to have kids now. Right. Or whatever. Um, but with me, like I, I could really care less what anyone else thinks at this point, you know, um, going to do what's best for me and, you know, Stephanie, um, and our situation, um, you know, I'm fine. I finally have the confidence to be like, I, I just don't care what anyone else. I think thinks. not wanting to have kids should become a little more normalized than what it is right now. I mean, I'm sure it will be, but you know, yeah. it's like, these. there's so many people in this world. Can we just stop? Yeah. Well, there, I think there are more and more um, people in first world countries deciding not, to not have kids. I figured we were kind of like heading in that direction just yeah. with like i don't know it's not not the time and not the time right now to have kids i guess yeah just how yep. kind of messed up everything is yeah yeah there's that um yeah and there's you know there there's like you you said it there's there's so many people right now in the world i don't know just i think it's between eight and nine billion it's crazy i think a hundred years ago there was like one billion now there's like almost 10 billion it's just ridiculous um we definitely don't need more um so i think i think a lot of younger people like us that are you know i i don't want to say intelligent but you know just like aware of things and stuff like that are making a conscientious decision to to not have kids um because it's it might be the best thing to do you know we have so many you know you know not you know not to not that it's completely environmental but the the worst thing you can do for the environment is to have a kid because that kid is gonna get a car and all that stuff have more um, kids. what was that have more kids yeah, they're going to have more kids. Yeah, I think so. Kids is like an old school, like traditional. It's an old school, traditional religious thing, you know, and it's 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 an expectation. You know, I was talking to my coworker who's married to someone who's very Catholic, and I guess they were always like pressuring them to like, OK, you got married. Now you got to have kids. Mm. It's like that's what you do. And it's like it shouldn't be that way. Not anymore. You know, it's like, yeah, it's like, maybe that's right for you, but maybe not. And it should be up. It should be up to, it should be up to the, that person's decision and whoever they're married to or whoever they're with, you know, and it's no one, no one needs to have kids anymore. Yeah. This is, that's one thing that kind of like, uh, used to annoy me with dad is, um, oh always, yeah when are you, when are you gonna have <laughs> yeah yeah. He, yeah he would he would be like man i can't wait to see how cute your kids are gonna be it's like yeah, i know it's like i wanted kids before but now that you're saying that i don't want kids <laughs> yeah. you know, i don't want to i don't 
expect me to do anything. You know, yeah. it's the worst thing you can do. Well, yeah. And it's, it's weird now, the reasons why people have kids now. It's weird, like, isn't it? Yeah, it's not even because for like any, anything like, it's just, it's literally just to have a kid. Yeah. Just to say that you have a kid and then yeah. take a few pictures of it and put it on Facebook. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that weird? People have kids because of Facebook or social yeah. media. I know. Yeah. It's so Disgusting. weird. The, so the reasons why people have kids now versus the people want, versus the reasons why people have kids either in third world countries or 200 years ago in first world countries. Um, it's amazing. It's very strange. It's very it's strange. The same, it's the same reason people have uh, dogs and cats. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's <clears throat> having a dog used to be for hunting, you know, now it's literally people get a dog just to show how cute it is. Yeah. Like, it's yep. like, oh, I need to get a dog. And then yeah. it, literally their whole lives are just spent on taking pictures of the dog. Yeah. 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 Um, so when Luke, Luke, kind of ran away once um like a little over a year ago he ran to the end of the street like right right where this our little street becomes the main road um he was like in that area and some guy a good samaritan grabbed him and brought him back to our house and um he brought him back and which was great which was awesome and we were like thank you and he started to walk away and then he came running back and he was like, oh, can I take a picture with the dog so I can post it on social media? And I was oh, like, God. I was like, so rescuing the dog is not enough for you. You, you have to post, you have to take a, a, a picture with it so you can put it on Facebook. Like, that's so weird. Yeah, it, it's literally, you, you know what he like posted to. He probably was like, oh, just rescued this. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, oh man it's so gross it's like you know what he was thinking too when he was like going back he's like oh i could yeah. post this people yeah. think i'm so cool yeah wow um, yeah i would have been like no get out of here <laughs> well i couldn't because he just saved our dog <laughs> so... <laughs> like thank get, you bye get out of here you asshole <laughs> no you can't take a picture of my dog i don't care if he yeah. just saved his life i don't care um <laughs> but yeah it, it, social media is like to me it's creepy like it is every little thing you do with your kids or your family like i mean you know like i'm not saying there's something wrong with it per se um because there's not there's a lot of great people that use it you know for like, sure people that i know people in our family so i'm not going to say it's bad or anything but for me personally i find it it's not it's just it's not for me and i don't want social media to be a motivator for me for anything you know Um, yeah you know i i don't i i i used to check facebook i don't i i really don't even check it anymore um I, i but like um yeah so i mean with kids i i think we talked about this before um i love the idea of maybe adopting a kid someday 
I think that's the route. I mean, most people should go if they're thinking about having kids. You know, if you want a kid, there's so many kids out there that need a home. Yeah. I, I mean, if you're looking for like a reason, like, you know, good reason. Yeah. A good, re- like, like if, if you look at really the reason why anyone in a first world country has a kid, like, why did you have the kid? Like, they're not going to have a good reason. No. It's going to be a weird reason. We wanted a kid. I don't know. Why did you want a kid? I don't know. I wanted a kid. It's uh, what you're supposed to do when you get married, have a kid. And I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. But then you think about it. But then you have, but then there's a kid (laughs) who has to go live their life. And the only reason they were born is because you just wanted to have one. Because their parents decided that they wanted it. That's so selfish. It, It is. That's so selfish, it honestly. Is. Now yeah. I don't want to have a kid. <laughs> <laughs> but what's weird is that, you know, I, it's fueled by society because like, mm-hmm. um, a, and I don't want to say that there's anything, uh, there's nothing, you know, if, if you have a kid, that's fine. As Oh, of I, course. So here's, here's what I'll say. If you have a kid and you're a responsible parent, then I think that's fine. Absolutely. Um, if you have a kid and you're not a responsible parent, I don't think that's okay. Absolutely. If you can raise your kid to be a productive member of society, then absolutely. Of course. But if you're going to raise your kid and it's just another Joe Schmo, then no, don't do it. Yeah. But um, so I I have a coworker who had a kid recently. And from everything I've heard, he's like the best dad in the world. So, um, but the thing that kind of weirds me out is like, he has a kid or you know he tells people he's having the kid and everyone else's reaction is just like oh congratulations i'm so happy for you and i find that a bit odd because it's like <laughs> is is that really an achievement to get someone pregnant yeah i, no, I just congrats. I, well <clears throat> it depends on how you look at it like if, are you saying congratulate I don't, it can be looked at in a way where it's like, oh, congratulations on, it's more like a miracle, I guess, you know, um, I, don't, I, I don't know. I mean, what are the odds of being born, you know? Well, a specific person being born, but the odds of right. being able to impregnate someone is. Oh, oh, <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, no, it's not an achievement. I don't understand that either. I, what are you supposed to say though like no you're right you 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 have to you have to say that i i get it but i guess it goes to our point though of like it's just an expectation you know um you're supposed to have a kid and then people congratulate you because you did what you're supposed to do you know and it's like you know you're supposed to get engaged you're supposed to get married you're supposed to have a kid you're supposed to buy a house yada 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 and it's you know i i just I really, um, I think it's great, you know, people like Jim or whoever that are just like, I could care less what anyone else thinks, what anyone else says, I'm going to live my life and and do what I want. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I I mean, I kind of, I kind of have that mentality. It's like, I'm perfectly happy with living at mom's and going to work and my job and you know, it's like, yeah, I live at mom's, but, um, and you're saving I, money, you I'm know, saving money. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, 
and I know, uh, so I started, I know I said this, but I started working in uh, Connecticut. I'm going to be working more local. And the, it's such a small thing, just like when um, <clears throat> before, so I just like reorganized my room a little bit. <clears throat> um, but before it was literally just like kind of like a storage room that I was sleeping in. It wasn't really like a bedroom. It was more somewhere to crash on the weekends. And um, the more that I was kind of like coming home every night, I was like getting really depressed because it's like I didn't have anything to come home to. Yep. You know, I would rather just go to the hotels. Yeah. Uh, so I reorganized my room and I kind of like turned it into a bedroom more and like, oh man, it made like the biggest difference for me. It was like, nice. I actually like kind of want to like look forward to coming home after work. And yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was going to say something related to what we were talking about with social media. Oh, but yeah, like with, it just all relates, you know, with, um, when you have those expectations to get a kid, to have a kid and, um, you know, get married, it's like, I noticed like a lot of my, uh, some of my female friends, you know, they struggle with that because they have expectations where they're it's like, Oh, I'm supposed to be married by now. I'm supposed to have a kid by now. And yeah. This, that, and like a lot of that leads to like really poor mental health too. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that's no of your life to try yeah. and, you're depressed because you can't live up to someone else's expectations. Yep. You know, I'm so content with where I'm, my life is right now. I have no complaints at all. Yeah. That's... yeah. It's, it's good to take a step back too, I think, and realize that, um, you know, there's so many people in the world, like, um, and, you know, people that have our lifestyles, like a first world lifestyle, that's not, it's, I think it's, that's the m minority of people. Most, most people have like actual like issues and things, things like that, you know, like serious, serious right. issues. And I think it's, I think it's just good every once in a while to take a step back and be like, okay, I've got, I've got shelter. I've got yeah. food. I got water. I got a job, <laughs> you know, um, I have everything I need. Absolutely. Every, everything else I can work on. All but, of the, yeah. whenever, yeah, no, every issue that I have when it comes to like mental health, every time I take a step back, I realize it's just me creating my own problems in my own head. You know, that's always what it is. Yeah. Yep. It's like reality. I'm perfectly fine. It's just me like wanting to feel sorry for myself. So I create these issues that aren't even really real. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's weird. It's like, it's so weird when a species becomes in intelligent and like starts using or developing technology. I mean, we're the only species I know of, um, but like, it's just, it's so weird. Like imagine like any animal, like, um, I'll just pick a random animal, say like, a, um, I don't know, a, 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 a turtle, like, like turtles probably don't really have mental health issues for the most part. They probably just focused on, you know, living their like getting food and, you know, it's mostly instinctual, but like if turtles became intelligent, they would start to have mental health issues. You know, oh, sure. like if, if, if they're, if a, a turtle's not the best example, let me use um, a lion. 
Like say, so like say lions became intelligent and then they didn't have to hunt anymore. Like what the hell would they do with their time? You know, it's like, that's kind of like us. Like we used to have stuff to do. Like we used to get, got to get food, got to take care of the kids, got to do this, got to do that. And if we don't have that anymore and it's like, how do we spend our time? And we have to be very careful because if we don't spend that free time the right way, our mental health is going to decline. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I've been uh, really focusing on trying to stay busy all throughout, you know, the weekend and kind of just not, I have, I like, I sleep a lot, but when I'm not sleeping, you know, I'm trying to stay busy and um, getting a lot done, clean the car out and, I like to keep everything, you know, clean. It just like that helps too, you know, when you have like kind of a clean environment, you know, your car, your room, your house, whatever oh, yeah. it is. Yeah. You, it, there's nothing worse than walking into your room when you're already in like a bad mood and everything's a mess and yep. it makes you just want to lay in bed and not move. And then, it, you know, it's things like that, that you can do so many things to prevent that, those I'm not saying like it's going to fully prevent it because, you know, I think depression just comes and goes in everyone. Um, yeah. But, you know, there's so many things you can do, just having a positive outlook and realizing, you know, things like keeping good posture and like it goes a long way. It really does. You know, yeah. everything, everything's a chain reaction. You know, if, if you, start your morning you know brush your teeth and do the basic things then you know it just it makes yep. for like better you you know it does i i don't know if you heard of this there's this thing there's this thing where it's like the first the first thing you can do if you want to you know start feeling better is to make your bed in the morning yeah right yep. um because you know, it just kind of, like you said, it kind of gets the ball rolling with just getting stuff done. And even yeah. if you don't need to make the bed, you know, you'll, you'll feel good about it. And when you go home later in your room later and the bed's made, you'll feel good. Right. Oh yeah. Doing like, those little things it, are helpful. It's like you kind of, you can kind of manifest like a positive environment for yourself, you know, and it helps so much, <clears throat> you know, it's so much easier to snap out of a bad mood when, when you're like that, you know? Yeah. Yep. Uh, not um, that you're never going to have those depressed moments, but if you keep your life together and you stay clean and organized, it just like, it helps so much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's easy to like not do one thing, you know, it's like, Oh, it's, it really makes no difference if I make my bed or not. Right. But it's really it's the summation of all those little things. Like right. if, you, if you keep saying like, oh, I don't need to do that. I don't need to do that. All that stuff's going to add up. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden your life's just going to be like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's like these little tiny decisions that we make, mm-hmm. you know, every small decision, they all add up, you know. It's every- yeah. Um, that was one of the things like in boot camp that they really tried to preach is like every decision that you make is life or death, you know, and that's why they're so they were like that with us with every little tiny, tiny detail. It's like, you know, 
if you don't pay attention, it could be someone else's life that you're taking indirectly. You know, you don't even know it. Yeah. But that's, that's something that I've thought about too. Like how many people have I indirectly like killed, you know? Yep. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Probably a lot. Probably just for taking like a wrong turn or like, you know, something, anything yeah. that no idea. Or how many people's, oh, eh, bleh, how many lives have you saved? They don't know That's about. True. That's true. I'm, I'm sure it kind of equals itself out at, like with everything, you know? Yeah. Um, at least I hope. Yeah, <laughs> that's very interesting. You know, like the butterfly effect, like one small mm-hmm. decision changes everything. Every, literally everything. Yeah. That, so that's, that's part of the, um, I forget what it's called, the in, infinite universe theory or whatever, where every time that you have a decision that you can make, there's, there's one version of your universe where you make one decision. And then there's another alternate universe where you make the other decision. And then, so every time someone has a decision to make, they make one decision on one universe and the other decision on another universe. And it just, then everything plays out from there. Um, So, I mean, that's interesting to think about, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing. We don't know the impact of our decision. Right. You know, but I think that's why I think the more, as long as we try to make the, the right decision most of the time, I think that's the best we can do. You know, right. um, there's always going to be bad things that happen or could have happened. But if you're, if your heart's in the right place and you're always trying to do the right thing, then you know that that's really the best you can do yeah and it's like we're always no matter how smart you are how smart humans get like we're always going to be ignorant about something you know it's like we see it with we've talked about it before like eventually like right now marijuana is becoming decriminalized and it's kind of like but eventually you know it might be looked at as the way alcohol is looked at now where it's like why is this stuff legal why do why are we using marijuana you know it's um um i don't know where i was really going with that i had something but or or people will be like wait why did we make marijuana legal and not alcohol or why did we make alcohol legal not marijuana um right but uh yeah i i mean you know well i i we might look back on on that like that um you know i mean as far as that's concerned that you know alcohol's really the one that is is bad um i was more just getting at like we're always going to be ignorant, you know, it's just, there's going to be things that we do with good intentions that might not be good at the time, you know? Yeah. Like I was, I was thinking about this before, like the, the, like the entire industrial revolution, you know, people have good intentions, Mm -hmm. you know, like, Oh, the automobile, Oh, people can, you know, get to work and not have to live right next to work. And Oh, look, plastic bags. These are great. You know, they allow for people to put their groceries in and, and, you know, take their groceries home. So basically like all this, all this climate stuff, you know, with the plastic bags and the, the internal combustion engine and stuff like that, Mm. like no one that made that stuff was like, Oh, this is going to ruin the planet. You know, this is my right. secret evil plan. Uh, right, they were just, right. they, they were just like, 
I just want to make a car so people can travel to work. Yeah, know? there's no science behind it. I mean, there's science behind it, but you know what I mean? There's no like, that's what people thought was the best idea at the time. Just like right now, this is what we think is the best. You know, eventually it's not going to be the best. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we can't live in the future. You know, we can just live in the moment, you know, um, and just make the best decision from the information that we have, you know, um, and, you know, I, I guess, you know, for, for each individual, each individual person, that's all they can do, you, mm. you know, and you can only control yourself. Um, but if you're able to, you know, get your mental health right and make good positive decisions, I think you can have a positive impact on other people. Um, you know, having positive interactions with other people and things like that. And then maybe that can help to influence them to make better decisions, um, as well. You, you know, it's funny, like, um, something as simple as just like using your blinker you know yeah oh god i noticed notice oh. when i'm driving um <laughs> and i use my blinker yeah you know I noticed 100 of the time the person behind me uses their blinker yep. so it's almost like they kind of feed off of you know just like when i'm driving it's like almost like you can manipulate people yeah you know yep. people who are driving behind you it's like so like just something like that you know it's like oh yeah use your blinker you know, you, you can kind of make that positive impact just by doing the right thing. And people see that you do the right thing, not saying it's going to make that person use their blinker every time, but that's yeah. the point. Oh, you know, it's like you, you make a good decision. You do what you're supposed to do. And then other people will kind of see that and see that that's the right way to do it. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Driving, you know, I think really anything, any, any interaction you have, you know, if it can, you know, if it's positive, then that, that is going to have, have an effect on that person because of the butterfly effect. So it can, it can either have a positive effect on that person or a negative effect. Um, so, you know, I guess the more positive effects that we, you know, kind of give to the world, the, hopefully the better the world will be. So, um, you know, there's, there's obviously there's a lot of bad things out there. There's a lot of bad people. Um, and we can only control ourselves. So if we can, if we can just be, be the best people that we can be, you know, that that's all we can do. Right. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Well, yep. Um, are you, uh, are you gonna watch any, uh, football today? Yeah, I got the TV on right now. It's just uh, waiting. Um, yeah, I'll probably watch some. And then, uh, did you watch the Celtics game last night? Um, no, I I can't. So I didn't. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I saw the. They did. Sh they were showing the last minute or so of regulation. So I saw that. Um, but I didn't see the overtimes. Yeah, man, that's. <laughs> That's the second uh, double overtime game they played. Yeah, I think it's the third overtime game. They yeah, played. it's no, that's I think it's the fifth. Fifth overtime. Yeah. Oh, the fifth. The games. 
the fifth total overtime. Yeah, yeah. So you're right. Three regular overtimes yeah. and then a couple overtimes. Six yeah. games. Yeah. They're 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 frustrating. They are very frustrating. And what oh man, it's like Jason Tatum, he He's frustrating. He's very, very frustrating. Yeah. I saw that um with like a minute and a half left, they had this like it was like a two on one. And he was trying to make this like bounce pass to Al Horford that was completely I, unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. And he turned it over like he, he could have just drove to the hoop and got fouled or, you know. I, and then, like thirty seconds later, Jalen Brown stole the ball, and he just took it to the basket himself and he scored. Right. It's like Jason Tatum. He tries to be a little too cute sometimes. He tries. Yeah, he likes being the hero, and he likes. Ah, man. Yeah. He likes to take the difficult shots. You know, it's like not everybody can be Michael Jordan or Kobe, you know, and it's like Michael Jordan wouldn't even take some of those shots that he's thrown up there. No. Yeah. He's double teamed, fading away two guys in his face. It's like, come on, you can't get a better shot than that. What are we doing? Yeah. And then did you, did you see that shot by Jalen Brown um, that gave the Celtics a one point lead at towards the end of regulation yeah yep like that uh, was that was so smooth like i know he just got his guy to back down and he pulled up and he he drained an open jumper and yep. then like tatum will be some crazy fadeaway <laughs> yeah you know um so like i almost wonder like if the celtics are better off with like jalen brown being like the number one guy I think so. I think Jalen Brown, I think is, uh, he has, I think he's a lot more patient than Jason Tatum. Uh, when he has the ball, I think you can just see it, you know, when he gets into the paint, he will throw an up fake or whatever. He's so good at getting separation when he gets close to the hoop. I think he's a little better than Tatum at getting his own shot. Not that Tatum isn't good, but man, he really struggles sometimes to get to get open um yes i remember like uh paul pierce was really good at the end of games getting getting like a really good shot like every time i remember he was like you just knew almost that it was he was going to get an open shot and it was probably going to go in yeah yeah um yeah i wonder i wonder why remember that run they made like two or three years ago they made the eastern conference finals yeah yep like without Kyrie. Without Kyrie, uh, without Gordon Hayward, they basically just had Brown and Tatum, right? And Smart. It was the same team they have now, right? But they weren't as talented. They right. weren't as developed. So, I was wondering, like, why did they win, and why is this team not winning? And, um, like, it's because Tatum was—he wasn't the number one guy. I think. Yeah, yeah. It's like. They play so much ISO ball now. Yeah. They used to move the ball. Right. Now it's like, now that Tatum's a proven superstar, it's just like get the ball to Jason Tatum. And yeah, uh, it's very, very frustrating. They could run such a better offense with what they have. It's it's sad because I remember thinking like, this team is going to be insane in a couple years. I know, right? Like, I was absolutely insane. Yeah. As long as they keep Tatum and Brown and smart, they're going to be insane. Yeah. Like now they have, 
you know, they, they, it is the same team. They have uh, Al Horford. Yep. I'm pretty sure he was on the team on that team. He was. Yep. And it's almost like he hasn't lost a step at all. Oh, he's, he looks good. Oh. He's looking really good. That's he good had, a, he had like five that. blocks last game. I know. Yeah, that's really good to see. And that, that's good for uh, Rob Williams to have a good center like that. Yep. You know, yeah. Yeah. I don't like how, what Tim Duncan had with David Robertson. Yeah. Oh, totally. Um, yeah. That'll do you know good. why? Do you know why Rob Williams didn't play last game? I'm not sure. Um, I'm guessing because they just they've been playing a lot maybe okay. and maybe just rest i'm guessing yeah maintenance yeah 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 management load management, load management. <laughs> yeah he's he's doing he's doing the um uh what's his name um who's that guy that um was on the spurs um he was like the load management oh guy. Kawhi. yeah, yeah. He's, he's doing the Kawhi. Um, yeah yeah uh you don't you don't have the Jets game on now, do you? No, I, I have I have to update my TV, but the Bears uh okay. Bears yeah, some, some guy just made a crazy catch on the on uh, the Jets. It's like this crazy one-handed catch. Um but uh yeah, I still like the talent though. Like right. they have I feel like they have a lot of talent. Um yeah, I'm not gonna give up on them yet. Yeah, I'm not going to give up on them either. Um, you know, hopefully they can put it together. You know, we'll see. Maybe it's, they just need the right lineup, you know? Yeah, it's just the end of the games. They can't close out games. Yeah. They keep putting themselves in these positions where they have to, like, make a crazy comeback at the end of the game, and they keep doing it, but, like, can't do that forever, you know? It's no. not going to be a miracle. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely fun to watch, but it's irritating as hell. <laughs> yeah, they should be good on defense too. They got good defenders. Yeah, they played good defense last game. Yeah, um, I know they do have a really good defense. It seems like they upgraded uh, pretty big in the point guard. It seems like Dennis Schroeder is a way better defender than uh, Kemba was. So, um, oh God, yeah. I think any. I think I would be a better defender than Kemba was, <laughs> or at least you would be. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. I wouldn't be, but you no. you could. I I might take you over Kemba, like yeah, overall. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, I'm holding out faith too. Um, you know, I think they still have a high ceiling. So yeah, we'll, for sure. Yeah, we'll see. 